Three hours before the most important game for the Chicago Cubs in more than a century, the desk of Joe Madden in the visiting manager's office at Progressive Field in Cleveland formed the cluttered tableau of a busy mind. Two opened, half-eaten, oversized bars of Ghirardelli dark chocolate. Eight by ten photos of deceased managers Earl Weaver, Chuck Tanner, and Dick Hauser. All seven of his color-coded, two-sided World Series lineup cards, complete with every piece of statistical information he needs in the dugout, not to mention a personal homage to deceased family and friends in shorthand. An iPad Pro with stylus, which he used to design the lineup cards, and a smartphone, which buzzed with a text from one of his hometown buddies back in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Game 7 of the 2016 World Series between the Cubs and the Cleveland Indians, the two teams with the longest championship droughts in baseball, was drawing nigh. Madden faced two major questions heading into Game 7. How could his hitters possibly dent Cleveland starting pitcher Corey Kluber, the ace who had held the Cubs to one run over 12 innings in his two starts in the series? And what pitching plan could Madden cook up to get the ball to his closer, Aroldis Chapman, whom he had taxed in the previous two games? Madden began this day with his usual daily meditation session. Then, as he does each game day, he mulled over what to do about his lineup over a cup of cafe americano. He doodled ideas and batting orders on his iPad with a stylus, and when his lineup was ready, he sent it, as always, to the recipients on his lineup chain. Club President Theo Epstein, General Manager Jed Hoyer, Assistant General Manager Randy Bush, Assistant Director of Research and Development Jeremy Greenhouse, First Base Coach Brandon Hyde, and Director of Media Relations Peter Chase. The distribution of his lineup was done more as a courtesy, less for approval. About Epstein, Madden said, he's never vetoed anything. He'll just write back sometimes, Have you thought about this? The last two years, they've given me a lot of freedom to do what I think is right, and it's been really enjoyable. We include each other in everything, but when it comes down to on the field, in the dugout, the clubhouse, he gives me all kinds of freedom. Hyde then texted the lineup to the players, as he always did. If the lineup includes a significant change out of the ordinary, such as a position switch or a day off from one of his regulars, Madden will send a personal text to the player involved to open the door to a conversation. Madden is an inveterate lineup tinkerer. He started a different right fielder in three of the first four World Series games, Chris Coughlin, Jorge Soler, and Jason Hayward. But Madden did not ruminate long over his Game 7 lineup. He stuck with the same one that he used in Game 6, and why not? His team had thrashed the Indians 9-3 while cranking out 13 hits. The key change he'd made for that game was to put designated hitter Kyle Schwarber in the number two spot, which moved third baseman Chris Bryant, first baseman Anthony Rizzo, and left fielder Ben Zobrist down one slot each to three through five. In games one and two in Cleveland, with the designated hitter used in the American League Park, Schwarber had hit fifth. It was the first time he had seen Major League pitching in 201 days after rehabbing torn ligaments in his left knee. Amazingly, within a single series, 
Schwarber had turned himself into a legitimate threat at the plate after missing virtually the entire season. Yeah, it changes the whole lineup, Madden said in his office before Game 7. I mean, everybody last night. KB didn't mind hitting third. Rizzo didn't mind hitting fourth. Zobrist, etc. They all like having Schwarber slotted in there. It sets up so different for the other side. It really does.